0: Amen. Well, it's good to see everybody. Yeah, I love it. I love that amen section. Hey, let me tell you, that, that just does my heart good. It's good to have them babies in church listening to the Word. Get it, get it in them early, and we appreciate that. Uh, well, today's title of our sermon is called A Friend We All Need. Now, we all know we need a friend sometimes, right? Man, come on now. Yes, we do. Sometimes we need several. But, you know, we're going we're to kind of dissect this thing, and I just want to encourage you guys with this today. And, and I, I always like to give you a little behind the scenes how God puts this message together, you know. Um, just the way God has been working in our lives doing this. A lot of times people do series and all this stuff, and that's fine. And, and, but the way God's just been uh, working with us is we just lean on Him every week because I want to hear what's going on. I want to know what's the message, Lord, for us right here, right now, for that practical application. So when we walk out of here, we've got the tools of God that we can apply in our life to be overcomers, Amen. And I know that we've been, you know, I, I think about this as, as a, a pastor, a dad, a, you know, a brother and, and things like that. Lord, how can I be the friend that I need to be? How can I be the pastor I need to be? I mean, Lord, you see what everything, you know. But, you know, I know I can't do that on my own. I can only do that through the power of the Lord working in our lives. And, you know, it's just uh, this week while I was at work, I was sitting there thinking, boy, what, are, what is it today? What is it we're going to work on? You know, what is the message? And and I said, Lord, there's so much hurt in in, in everywhere, you know, in the families and church families. So many people going through so many things, Lord. You know, I was just crying out to the Lord. Lord, you know, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of good things. But there's also a lot of things. There's a lot of people hurting. A lot of things that we're talking about. You know, people battling cancer. We got six folks. We got different things going on. And, you know, so, Lord, how can I be that friend? You know? How can I be that friend? How can I be that pastor? And you know, and and that's the thing I I just kept talking to the Lord about. And you know, in the life of our church and in ministry general and just in our lives, there's something going on all the time. And you get 50, 60 people, you got a lot of stuff going on. You got a lot of families. You got a lot of all types of stuff going on. And I think, you know, Lord, how do we respond in those times when people are hurting? How do we respond to that? And you know, uh, the Lord just was showing me this. You know, sometimes I, I think about it. Sometimes we just don't know what to say. Amen. We just don't know what to say. So sometimes we pull back. Well, sometimes we pull back. Yeah, I can't stand still. So I, <laughs> they're going like this. Right? <laughs> but you know, sometimes we pull back because we don't know what to say. You know, we, I don't want to say the wrong things. I don't want to do that. But I ask some more of wisdom and strength. You know, sometimes we just don't know what to do. We don't know how to help. We want to help, but we don't know how to help. And I got to think about you. you know what, we don't, we don't know what they need. And to be honest, sometimes, many times, they don't know what they need either at the times. But what I found is when I've gone through tough times, just having somebody give me a call and just say, man, I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you. This is what's going on. And I thought, man, this is something else. But as soon as I, I, I finished talking to God about this and started listening to God about this, he gave me these three things that are on your sheet. And I said, well, how how can I be that person that they can see you through me? In their life. In this tough time. Every day. And he showed me. He said be compassionate. Show them kindness. And be a bearer of hope. Be a friend. Be a friend. And, and I kept looking at that. And so. I, I, I ran back out. And grabbed my Bible. And the Lord opened this up to me here. This is what I want to read for you today. We're going to be in Proverbs. But we got some really powerful scriptures. That we're going to pull together. If you're new here. I call them word anchors. We're going to anchor our life to God's word. And Proverbs 17. 17 says a friend loves at all times. And a brother is born for adversity. And I thought about that. And I said, well, man, okay, I understand the love part, but what does the rest of this mean? And as I looked at different translations, I thought this was a really good way to, to just open it up. A New Living Translation says it this way. he says, a friend is always loyal. And listen to this. And a brother is born to help in a time of need. See, God puts people in our life to help us and encourage us and support us. And I believe, yeah, it could be your blood brother, but it could be your spiritual brother and sister and family as your church. But I'm going to tell you what, when we're going through some stuff, it sure is good to have somebody that can encourage you in the Lord. Amen. Somebody just said, you know what, you're going to make it. You're going to make it. And we're going to make sure that we're loving on you. You know, and let me say this. I know as as believers in Christ, in in the natural, we're not always perfect, but we're following the one who is Jesus Christ. And we ask the Lord to help us in those situations. You know, sometimes it's just listening. Sometimes it's just coming alongside. But I can tell you what. When you've been in that, that situation and you're on the receiving end of somebody's taking some time with you, that's priceless. That's priceless, you know? You can't buy time. You can't buy time. And so many people's time is so full, you know? So when they give you a piece of time, they're giving you a piece of their life. They're giving you a piece of their heart. You know why? Because they care about you. Because they love you. And so what I want to talk about today is how do we do this, you know? I was looking at this. I said, Lord, set my life on a path that is pleasing to you and a blessing to others. When I was up last night, I just kept. Going, I said, you know, what, what is it? Lord, how do I put this into words? And, and so my prayer is, I'm going to say it again. My prayer is that the Lord set my life on a path that is pleasing to you and a blessing to others. Well, how do we do that? We got to spend time with God, don't we? We know we got to guard that God time, but that doesn't mean nobody else gets around or anything else. We can do that corporately. But we also need to do that on on -on one-on-one with God. And I think what's so awesome is God says, you know what? I got time for you. Everything in the world. God is never too busy. Let me hear it. God is never too busy busy. for me. All right. See, that's that's something we need to take and grab hold. We got to make it personal, don't we? All the things in life, people say, well, don't take it personal. Don't take it personal. I'm telling you, take Jesus personal. Amen? Take it personal. Well, with that being said, we got a lot of good scriptures we're going to pull in. And we're going to cut right through this. And how many people are ready to eat when we're done?
1: Amen. Okay, everybody smile. I'm back. I'm back with you.
0: Woo. Good deal. Well, as I was looking through this, this is just how good God is. Now, he gave me those three things. And I run down in my little shack at work. And I wrote them down. I got them. Okay, I said, compassion. Okay, what else he said? Kindness and be a bearer hope. I said, okay. Right? And I was praying. I was praying. And I started looking through the word. And guess what? He directs me to this in Colossians. Uh, Colossians 3, 12 and 14. I want to read that. It says, put on then as a as God's chosen one, holy and beloved. That's us, the believers in Christ, right? What does he say? Compassionate hearts. Wow, just told me that. That's cool, right? Kindness, humility, meekness, and patience. Bear with one another. If one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other as the Lord has forgiven you. So you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Amen. See, these are the qualities of Christ. That's what God wants to see working in our lives. And see, we we should we should have these things flowing through our life. Amen. So we look at it. so we, do we have compassionate hearts, acts of kindness and humility? And he goes on. He says there should be meekness and patience. The question is, are, are we patient? You know, a lot of times, we want patience on on our side, don't we? We want people to say, well, you know, just give me one more little break. Give me a little action. You know, dump the trash. You know, we're thinking, as parents, like now. We're thinking like before the weekend. Right? You know? It's running over. You know, it's like, yeah, but we can stuff more in there. I mean, my kids can just, man, do that. They can get it way down in there. And my wife, I'm not even looking over there, and she's thinking, because you showed them. Right? Because I'm I mean, I am a trash bag stomper, baby. I can get some more miles. I can put like 40 gallons of of trash in like a 30-gallon bag. That thing is like, you get out there. And then I get, it's leaking. It's leaking, right? Well, you know what? God wants to fill us so much with Him that we're leaking out Jesus. Amen? He wants to fill us so much with His love and His forgiveness and His compassion and kindness and His hope that we just leak out the Holy Spirit. Amen? So think about that. Do we have compassionate hearts and, and do we have acts of kindness and things? And I, I tell you, it's just been it's been an amazing week. It's been a long week, but it's been a good week. And I'm going to jump ahead and tell some stories, man. I'm trying to hold them back, but you know, I can't hardly really do it. You know, I went by, I went by Grayson's yesterday, as I do many times. He's going to learn to put that garage door down one day. <laughs> it's like fair game, you know. And we went by and I thought, man, isn't it, isn't it amazing, you know, and Debbie, Miss Debbie's dad was there. And I've met him a couple of times, but I got to really spend some time with him yesterday. He's 90 years old. And I just sat there with him. We were just hanging out. And I got to talk to him about all different kinds of stuff. You know, it just took a little time. See, I wanted to be a blessing, but guess who got blessed? Me. He told me more about fishing in 20 minutes than I ever knew in my life. Now, I don't know a lot about fishing, but I know a lot more now. And he talked about his boat, a 55-foot boat, and how they used to do this. And he told me where he was born. And he would just light up, man, with that compassion in his life. See, the message was coming alive. You know what's really amazing? All y'all that come on a regular basis, Gracie, Grace had seen said, so what happened to food line today? <laughs> yeah. And I thought about it. I was like, um, wow, nothing today. You know, nothing today. But the move of God that I saw yesterday was at his house. I got to spend some time with an amazing guy, you know, and I just talking to him and and Debbie's his baby now. I know he loves all his kids and stuff, but what I got to see is that kindness. I got to see that compassion that they have for one another. And you know me, I said, you got anything on her? He was not a thing. That's my baby. See, you know, I was going to say, I'm what Debbie, your daddy told me. No, you know what? See, a lot of times I'm just playing, but a lot of times, see, the enemy wants to try to get something on you. Right. But God says, that's my baby. That's my baby. It's all paid for. It's all mine. And I got to see how they interact, a loving family, and somebody stands in the gap. And he said this thing to me, and I thought, this is amazing. He says, you know what? He says, I've always done everything I could for my babies. If they wanted it and I could do it, they got it. And I said, that's awesome. And he says, you know what? They do the same for me. Wow. Now, isn't that something? See, that's compassion. That's kindness. That's, That's love. Hey, man. I know I know every family has ups and downs. But I got a little glimpse of seeing God work in that fellow's life. And he took a little time and shared some things with me. See, a lot of times we just get going so fast. We, you know, Folks get a little older. We just brush by them and everything. I'm going to tell you what. They are a blessing. I love to just get up under the arm and talk to them. Man, they can teach us some stuff. They can show us some stuff because they live some life. And they've seen some things. And they've seen God move a lot longer than I have. And I tell you, I get excited when they start sharing that. So, you know what? He talks about being patient. See, a lot of times we're always in a rush. We got, we're just too busy. You know, I'll get back with you. We're too busy. But you know what? Because I took a little time and I was patient, I got blessed. I got blessed. He shared his life with me. You know? So, here's another thing that I see when we look at this scripture. It's like, you know, we need to be open with one another, another and forgive as God forgave us. Now, you know, we talk about forgiveness every week. You know why? Because we need to. Amen. We need to. Come on. I thought I'd get a big amen there, right? Because sometimes if we, we need to forgive other, others. We need to forgive ourselves. That's a big one. Because we got to look at what God has done for us. Amen. And, and he goes on the bottom of that scripture there. And he says, love holds it all together in perfect harmony. So let's go ahead and break it out a little bit more. I just want to set the stage with that right there. Because that's powerful. Amen. Here we go. Well, The Lord, first thing He told me about compassion. What does that look like? He sent me to this this scripture right here. Romans 12, 10. It says, love one another with brotherly affection. Now listen close to this. This is is powerful. Outdo one another in showing honor. I said, man, what would that look like? If If I just bless you every time I can. Not because I'm looking for something in return. But that's just because I feel, that's how I feel about it. See, that's how God feels about us. He wants to to just love on us. Amen. You got your kids. You want to just love on them. But you know what? Look look what else he says here. Man, I didn't know all that was going to come in at once. Good. All right. On On the next thing we got is honor others above yourself. Wow. Can we do that? See, that's totally different than what the world is, right? The world's totally opposite of that. But God's ways don't always look like the world's way. Amen. God can get some gas mileage out of his word. God can work things in a way that we never thought. And I'll say this little as much as when Jesus is in it, amen. Next, we got this. Allow the compassion of Christ to flow through you. Our relationship with Christ should be held, not be held in, but lived out. Got another story for you, right? This is not a buddy thing. This is a God thing, okay? Had to go over at work and get signed up for a physical. Got to go about every couple of years to do some stuff and, and they've changed it. But I only go over there about every two years. And soon as I go in, I see my little friend over there, little lady, and she said, "How you doing, man?" She loves the Lord, and she says, "I said, well, tell me what's, what's the Lord doing in your life." I love to ask people that. She said, "He's teaching me to be a bold witness." I mean, this woman's just big. I mean, I'm looking; she's still looking up over the counter, and she talks real soft. She says, "He's teaching me to be a bold witness." You know, it sounds totally different, but let me tell you what: she's quick to pray for somebody if they come in there. She's quick to, to throw that smile. She says, I want to take you over to my friend, and she'll, she'll get you a time on this this uh, checkout. I said, okay. So she takes me over here, and I meet this lady, and I'm a people-watcher. You know, I'm always looking at stuff. Y'all ever watch the TV show Monk? Oh, you ever see that, right? Yeah. Or or some or someone else, <laughs> they're paying attention to all the detail, you know? And I think that's kind of neat, you know? Look at this stuff. So I go, and she said, well, this is my friend, and I talked to her for just a minute. And I noticed she's got a puppy dog picture, and she's got an ODU mug and all this stuff. And so while I'm talking through this, this, this little, uh, countertop, talking, somebody goes, hey buddy, how you doing? I go, hey, what's up man? Good to see you. Another nurse goes, hey, you still playing music set every week? How you doing? Good. Another person comes by, hey, what's up? Hey, how you doing? So I said, well, what are you going to do at ODU? She says, I want to be a grief counselor. I said, that's, that's awesome. I said, well, I'm a pastor and I can tell you that, uh, there's, you always be in business. Amen. And she says, I knew you were. I said, how do you know I was? She said, it was just something, just something. Now, I didn't have a cross hanging out. I didn't go, excuse me. My name is Pastor Reverend Buddy Chapman. I just said, hey, what's going on? The reason I say that was, is because I hope this, I hope this, that my relationship with Christ wasn't being held in. It was being lived out. I pray that she, the reason she saw that was because God was flowing through. Less of me, more him, amen? And it's, it's funny, funny. she says, do you know everybody in here? I go, no, but I, sometimes I act like I do. You know, I never met a stranger. I said, how you doing? How you doing? My kids always say, who is that? I go, I don't know. They call you buddy. Yeah, and they call you buddy. Dad, <laughs> you know him because they called you buddy. That's say they call everybody buddy or bubba. We're imbacosum, you know? But the reason I just want to kind of pull to the side on that a little bit is, what do people see in your life? I'm not stepping myself up by no means because they can follow me through today and go, what do you say? <laughs> what did you say? You know, we all fall short. But my prayer is, is to let God live through me and live, you know, and we all miss tomorrow. But you know what? To be quick to, to make that adjustment and love on people. Because I tell you what, God says you're worth it. Amen. Well, what else we got here? The Lord show me that let grace and mercy capture your heart, then share it with others. See, when God captures your heart, you can't hold that in. I even got a note in here. Read what you have in here, right? Take a look at this. God's love should cultivate and capture our hearts in a way that we're we just we're, we're, we're trained with that, but we can't help but share. It It should be such an abundance of who we are that it manifests in everything we do. In everything we do. We, don't, we should never have to tell somebody we're Christian. I don't believe that. They should know it. Y'all agree with that? I mean, really. I don't don't have to come in there and say, excuse me, I'm I'm this, that, and I don't need a title. I don't need anything. I need Jesus. Amen. And if I got Jesus and he's flowing through my life, guess what? They're going to get Jesus if I get my way, right? I just want them to know that amazing God that we serve. Amen. He's talking about life. He's talking about grace and mercy. So what else do we got on here? Compassion is a heart condition that is caused by God. I was thinking about that. You know, I don't know, when I was thinking about that physical, I'm thinking, man, I eat a lot of chili cheeseburgers. You know, I love them milkshakes, you know. And, and I thought about this and I said, you know, it's kind of play on words. You, you hear about all these different things that affect our heart. Right. You know, stress. Right. Uh, exercise or lack thereof. All these things. Food. And I got to thinking, well, I believe the same Just God has an effect on our heart. He should. Amen. And, and it should produce compassion for others. And how can, I want you all to listen to this. How can we truly be touched by God and not have a changed heart? I didn't say be perfect, right? We're made perfect in Him. But I'm talking about as we live this out, how can I not forgive somebody? I know there's a lot of things that can happen in the world, but I I, I can't do it on my own. But I ask the Lord to help me forgive. Help me to move on. Help me to be strengthened in this. I can't do it on my own. We can't do it on our own. That's why He says, you know what, I'm going to give you my spirit when you call on the name of the Lord. Wow, that's powerful. We're not in this thing alone. You know, I've seen families going through stuff. And and it's been a lot of things going on in the last few weeks and last few months. And they're standing strong. And yes, it's tough. And it'll be fast to answer. God's holding us up. That's the only way we can keep going. And I go, gosh, what a testimony. What, what, What power there is to see somebody just holding on to God in the midst of the storm. Refusing to let go. Because they know that their Savior will never let go of them. Amen. That's powerful stuff. And we look at this, you know, there must be, I I wrote it down this way. After all God has done for us and all we experience in him and through him. I want you to think about this. There must be a transformation. His love cannot be felt and our heart be unchanged. I really, I I really, I really believe that. I really believe if we feel the love of Christ and we receive Christ, there's got to be some changes. Now we can run from that and we can. Build up harden our heart at times and different things. But overall, when you really see God through his word, through his son, hopefully through us, it's got to change something. And if it doesn't, I would really, really take a spiritual uh, uh, look at myself and dig deeper into God's word because his word will transform us. Amen. That's what we need to work us in to what God is calling us to be. Amen. So I would really be concerned about my spiritual, spiritual condition if I kept acting the same way and doing the same thing. I don't mean we don't miss it. I keep coming back to that because I'm not saying that we're perfect in our own. I'm saying that we're perfect in Christ. And man, I tell you what, I want to encourage you to lean into everything God's got for you and show compassion to, to one another. And just look at that. I, I wrote down a few things on my handout. You guys can write them down as well. It's always good to have a few things. I put compassion is love and action. And I wrote this, compassion carries you past your disappointment into the peace and thankfulness of God. It gets you through the other side, that love of Christ, amen? And compassion, compassion looks past your needs to the needs of others. You ever think about that? When you're compassionate about helping someone or something like that, you forget yourself. You see their needs. And by that, guess what? God uses you as that conduit to bless somebody else. But I don't know about you, every time that I've had the privilege to minister to somebody. Guess what? God's strengthening me. But I'm doing it because there's a need. Man, Lord, just like this week, I said, there's people hurting, man. It's hurting. And that hurts my heart. And I go, how? How can I help? How can I help? And that's where this whole message came from. You know, I don't see nobody going through a tough time. But the truth is, we go through tough times. But our God is tougher, right, amen? And that's what he kept telling me. He says, I- I- I'll show you. I'll show you. I'll show you. Look, be compassionate. Show them kindness. And always be a bearer of hope. See, a lot of times people see you going down and they just throw the bricks on your back. Help, help them drown them. They throw you an anchor. You know? That's not what you need. You need somebody to say, I'm going to stand in the gap. Somebody to say, let me point you to the lifesaver, Jesus Christ, amen? Let me tell you about how good God is, amen? Because you know what? Compassion is a heart condition that is caused by God. If you spend enough time with God, He's going to change your heart. That's His business and that's His thing, amen? Well, let's keep on rolling. Everybody doing good? Say amen. amen. All right. Let's talk about kindness a little bit. Lord, let me to this scripture here, Philippians 2, 3 through 5. And it says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interest of others. Man, if we could just apply that, we'd be doing something wrong. Well, guess what? There's good news you can't, amen the power of the Lord. And it says, in your relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ. Well, how am I going to get a mindset of Christ? I better be digging in His Word, right? I need to see what God was doing. I need to see how Jesus was responding. I need to see what His Word says and then ask the Lord to help me. So you know what? Look what, look for, for what brings in a relationship. I'm going to give you a couple of things right now. Look for what brings you together instead of what separates you. You ever notice that? You start hanging out with somebody and you start saying, well, well, they do this and they got this going on and, and and they don't walk like I do and they don't listen like I do or whatever the case, why don't you find some common ground and go from there? See, we got some common ground. That's a good place to tell them about Jesus. Amen. And that's what God wants us to do. He says, hey, do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. And I come on down here and he says this, I love this, in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ. What was Christ's mindset? He loving them right where they are, right? What do we always say? If somebody comes here, we're going to promise them three things. We're going to love you right where you are, right? Amen, yeah, Yeah. right? And we're going to to show you the word. We're going to teach you the word of God. And we're going to give you an opportunity to receive what God has for you. A personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Well, take a look at this. Sometimes we need to invest in others. Show kindness to Christ. Promote forgiveness. I'm back to that forgiveness thing. We've got to promote that. See, a lot of people just say, "Eh, whatever. They won't pick it up. They won't touch it. And it's still there when they come back the next day. But if you promote that, you watch how God grows that, amen? And put actions to our words, amen? Man, stand in the gap. And I looked at this, I wrote this down to see if I I can say it like the Lord showed me last night. A friend doesn't let you tap out, they help you tap in to the love and power of God. And a lot of times, you know, we used to watch that rass, remember Jeff, all that stuff, watching them rass and all that stuff, I'm tapping out, right? See, a lot of times we get in a situation and we just go, I'm just tapping out. But a friend will come alongside and help you tap in to the power of God, the love of God, the grace of God, the mercy of God, and help you through it. Amen. That's the friend we want to be. That's that's the mirror of Christ we want to be. We don't want to just stand on the sidelines. Sometimes we've got to roll up our sleeves of faith and say, come on, you can do it. Come on. Let's keep on rolling. And you know what? God will meet you right there. That's the mindset of Christ. I'm going to share a quick story uh, uh, that, that, you know, there's so many things and so many people in here have, have touched my life in different ways. It would take the rest of my life if I lived to be 120 to share all those things. But just one thing popped in my mind because the guy had called me when I was working on this message. And I thought about when my dad was sick and there's so many people, please, so many people were so good. I, I, I go on and on. But just happened to think about this when this, my friend called. And about a year before my dad passed, his, his dad passed, and we spent our ministry team spent a lot of time at the hospital. We were there as much as we could. We don't want to overstep, but we want to be there if we can. right? And so we were there. And so when my dad was sick, he heard about it. And uh, he says, hey, man, I'll come hang out with you. I said, well, you don't have to do that. You've been working all day, your family and stuff and everything like that. And many people have. I keep saying that. But this guy came up and he got his wife to fix him a, 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 a cooler. And he just sat with me. He just sat with me when I was with my dad. Just like that. Want a cookie? Yeah. You know, we got, we got, I think we got some pudding in here. I said, he didn't say nothing about nothing. He just hung out with me. I said, wow. He has some good cookies too. But, but, but what I'm talking about, he took some time. Many of you guys just take some time sometimes. How can, how can you buy that? How can you? You can't. See, that was a mirror of Christ. He didn't even know what to say, but he hung out. You know, over and over. Tim, Tanya, everybody everybody in this room has been so good at, at different times and, and, and all this, Just little things. phone call doesn't happen. And so, guess what? Whoa! I knew I was going to do it. Got it. I'm good, I'm good. And then, when my dad did pass away, friends all around, everything else. Man, amazing, right? And I get home. And I kind of just want to be by myself. I'm just like, Phew. it's late. My buddy. Hey man. I said, hey, what's up? I said, don't you got to work tomorrow? Said, it don't matter. He just hung out. Didn't say nothing. Just hung out. He stayed for about an hour. He said, you need anything? I said, no, I'm good. Everybody's been so good. Give me a hug and say, all right. Just want to stop by. See, a lot of times we don't know what to say. But it's just somebody being there. Just somebody saying, hey. You know? Man, look at that. Like I said, I look out here. Faces and faces and faces and faces of of people that have done the same thing. That's the friend I want to be when you're going through. That's what I want to be. You know? But here, let's look at realistic. There's only so much time on the clock, too. But we try to do what we can. But that kindness that we see... That is illustrated in the time when you're feeling the worst, man. You say, "I don't know what I'm going to say." He didn't say a word. I don't know what to do. He really didn't do nothing. His wife packed the cooler, not him. You know what I mean? He's just hanging out. He goes, "I don't know what to do," but you were there for me, so I'll be there for you. Wow. Think about the people that have been there for you. Are you there for them? And let's go one step further. There's a lot of folks that maybe that weren't there for you. But you know what? Will you be there for them? Will we have the same mindset as Christ? He didn't turn nobody down. He didn't walk away from anybody in need. Anybody that needed a hug. Anybody that just needed a friend. And that's what I'm talking about here. Is the power of God with that kindness. God is so gracious to us. Amen? Well, guess what he showed us? He said we need to be a bearer of hope. Well, let's talk about that. Let's look at this. How do we reflect Christ to the world? Amen. Do others see Him in you? His character? Uh, is is, is it Christ evident in our life? How do you deal with others? Do we just get short? Well, I'm not even going to with that. Well, probably sometimes we do. Sometimes we get tired. Sometimes we get worn down. But you know what? Let's bring hope into the situation. How do we encourage others? Man, I thought about this. Do we build others up or do we constantly point out their shortcomings? And man, I understand constructive criticism. I understand that. But man... Just, just, can you find something good in there? Got another story for you, man. See, ministry is not a job for me. Ministry is a life for me. Amen? So I'm looking at, at ministry and everything we do. This is not, this is not a, you know, punching a clock thing. This is, this is my life. It should be our life as Christians, right? Well, yesterday we had to get up early. Everybody got to get up early at the Chapman home stuff. Tom said to get up and do some tests. We prayed over him, man. He had to do the engineering bar exam yesterday. Eight hours, one break. I'm glad he's smart like his mama. Amen? Because I would have been tapping out. Amen? I told him a long time ago, I said, I see what's wrong with the bad problem. They got all those letters in it. I can't help you, man. I'm done. I was already done. So guess what? jesse got to do his little trumpet thing. What do you call that thing, Jesse? Uh, <sighs> Solo and ensemble. And you got, why do they got to do it early on the weekend? You know, so we get up like six o'clock and he's going and everything else and he's doing good. And, and I just, I said, man, just do your best. I said, that's your thing. You know, enjoy that. So he goes and he comes back and that, that, them cheats are out here, man. He is just smiling. I said, what's going on, Jess? He said, I felt real good about it. And he said this, and I might have a little tweak out here. He says, the guy told him this, listen to this. And I said, man, son, can I use this in a message? He said, he said that I had good tone. I did good on my time. And he said, but son, today, you didn't play for a judge. You played for yourself. Wow. He says, I know you love playing your instrument. And it showed. You'll do good in whatever you do. Keep up the good work. Now, when did he come at? boom, right? I like that. He said, you didn't play for a judge today. You played for yourself. Now, you think about that. Am I living my life because I'm under judgment or am I living my life because you know what? I get to live out what God's put in my life. That's what I pray. I'm going to go, oh man, God's going to stomp me down. Oh gosh, I better... No, 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 no. I wrote it this way. We should serve... How did I write that down here? Oh man. Serve because we get to, not because we feel like we have to. See, there's a big difference. See, if you feel like, oh my gosh, he asked me to cook the hamburgers, okay, I'll do it. It's going to be so hot out there, I'll, I'll cook the hamburgers, you know? Or you jump out there and you say, you know, you better ask Mr. Miles because he loves to cook the hamburgers, right? I said, bro, I said, I, I don't want to always come to you, but man, you do a great job. Yeah, ain't no problem. He likes that. And he does a good job. See, the, the things that bring us joy, that's what we want to plug into. God knows what you like. And that's what we want to. Put you in that spot, that opportunity to do the things you like for the Lord, you know? And you know, because some things you probably don't like. But you know what? If you can do them with the heart for Christ, it's all the difference. Right? Don't do it as a Christ. Let's do it for Christ. And that's what I see over and over that God wants us to do. Amen? Well, let's keep on rolling. That forgiving thing just keeps on coming. Do We need to hit it again. Why not? We're here. Right? We need to keep forgiving and keep on rolling. I love this because so many times we'll leave here and by Tuesday we forget all that God's done for us. Amen? Come on now. You know what? We need to think about what he did. You know what? I had a buddy of mine, and, and, and uh, he's always good about doing a few things and this and this and said, so, "Well, What I owe you? What to do? He just says, pass it on, bro. Pass it on. Pass it on. He always says, buddy, see, I'm not keeping no, uh, what does he say? Buddy, see, I'm not keeping no scorecard, brother. Keep going. Pass it on. In other words, you know what? Just be a blessing to somebody else. I like that. I want to be a blessing to somebody else. Man, God wants us to be a blessing, amen. Guess what? He wants you to take his fingerprints and put them all over people, amen. Loving them, forgiving them, and doing the things that he would have us do. Are we the light in the darkness? I pray that we are. I pray that we are. Sometimes it's tough it gets pretty dark out in the world, doesn't it? You know what that means? You don't have to be that bright so they can see it. Amen. Everybody go we figured that out with you, preaching, right? Come on, y'all laugh a little bit. I laugh at myself. That's right. They you go. Know, we're supposed to laugh. Yeah, you know what? It doesn't take much to show up in the, in the but you know what? Are we willing to be that light in the darkness? And I pray that we are, you know? So we just need to let the, the hope of the glorious Savior be revealed through us, man, in our deed, in our spirit, and all these things, man. Look at this. Share the hope God has put in your life, in you. And check this out. A lot of visits this week. A lot of things going on. A lot of different things going on, man. A lot of prayers. We pray for you guys every day. Every day. You say, well, I just got here. We prayed for you to come here. Amen. So, that, so, so you're covered. you covered. Well, I had a friend of mine and uh, his his dad uh, had, a, had a, a bad doctor's report and different things like that. And I grew up with this boy. I've done stuff with him all my life. Don't live but five houses from us. You know? And he wasn't able to make it today. And, and I said, man, you know, i love to get by and talk to you folks and stuff like that. He said, yeah, yeah. So I go by. It's just like I was a little kid. Open house. Whatever you need. Whatever you want, honey. Whatever. They were so good to me when I was growing up. So good. And I talked to him a little bit. And we talked about what the doctor said. And I talked about what Jesus said. And we went through the whole deal. And guess what? I said, what would keep you from grabbing hold of that promise of God today? He said, nothing, son. And I got to stand in that living room that I played in many years. You see my buddy's dad come to the Lord. You see his mama come to the Lord. And he's holding my hand. And you, what do you think he thinks? God's good, amen? God is good. You know what? God is always working. All those years, back and forth doing stuff, playing baseball, riding skateboard, playing guitar, way too loud in his house. Amen? But they just rubbed us right on through it. But today, that day, God says, I'm going to use you guys. I'm going to use you guys. And God had been working on their hearts. So you know what? We got the promise of God always working. Amen? Because you know what? We should be the bearer of hope. I wanted to bring him good news. Amen? We'll take a look at this. Proverbs twenty-seven, seventeen. I love this. Iron sharpens iron, and one man or woman sharpens another. I, I, I just love that God puts us together so that we can pull together, not pull apart. Amen. So that we can promote unity at every opportunity. At every opportunity. Now, my other grilling buddies out there today, so I will talk about him a little bit. I talk about him if he's here anyway. He just had a birthday. And he's always doing stuff. So. He's always fixing my motorcycle. He's always doing this. He's always doing that. I said, man, I just want to get him something different. So we were up in Williamsburg, and we saw this really cool wooden thing. you know. And, and, and what it was, it was actually a puzzle. It had a cross on it and all this stuff. And it was really cool woodworking. And Denise, I said, ah, oh, that's, what, that's what I want. And you open it up, and you can put stuff in it. And all the way back, I'm saying, what can I put in there? What can I put in there? What can I put in there? I said, I'm going to put a Bible verse in there. That's the Bible verse. I said, man, just a little something, but look inside. And I said, this is what I want you to see. Iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another. Thanks for being my friend. Thanks for keeping me accountable. Thanks for encouraging me, and I want to do the same. You know, we're pulling it all back to this. What is it about friends? You know, that compassion, that kindness, and being a bearer of hope. That's what God wants us to do. See, a friend in need is somebody that we can jump right in and love on, another. They've got an open heart. And we want to fill that with the love of Christ. Amen. Let's take a look at this. The friend we all need. That was the title, right? Well, Let's tie that on now. The friend we all need is Jesus. The friend we all need is Jesus. Amen. Jesus is the friend we all need. Jesus is our shield, our refuge, our savior. And the world needs to know him. Amen. So what do we do? We need to point others to him. Remember the other day we were talking about just pointing all back to Christ? That's what we want to do. We want to point it all back to Him. And I want to finish up with this scripture here. And I want you guys to just take a look at what the Lord says here. John fifteen, twelve through fifteen. He says, This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this. That someone laid down their his life for his friends. Look at this. You are my friends if you do what I command you. No longer do I call you servants. I want, to see, I want you to see where your position is in Christ. Amen. He said, no longer do I call you servants. For the servant does not know what the master is doing. But I have called you friends. For all that I have heard from my father, I have made known to you. Are we making known the father to others? I wouldn't be in that compassionate person that sharing kindness?" and and pointing them back to Jesus. And so that's what I'm thinking today. Jesus is a friend we all need. And we might have a friend that just needs to hear about that today. You might be here today and you say, I heard about him, but I need to meet him. I want you to meet my friend Jesus. And when I say my friend Jesus, I don't take anything away from that. He's my savior. He's my Lord. He's my refuge. He's my safe place. He's all those things. But the word says that, you know what? But I have called you friends. For all that I've heard from my Father, I've made known to you. I pray today that Jesus was made known to you. I pray today that you grab hold of the truth of God's word. I pray that, you know, we make known the Father to others. At every avenue. Here, home, work, grocery stores, wherever it is, you know. But I guess one thing we need to ask is this. Do you know our friend Jesus? That's the question. You know our friend Jesus. And have you received His grace and His forgiveness? And I pray today that He's made known to you. And you say, you know man, buddy, sometimes you got some really funny stuff and you got some other things. Sometimes it's are serious. You know what? God's got everything covered. We had some laughs today. We had some serious things today. All that good stuff. Because that's what life is. Sometimes you're way up here. And sometimes you're way down here. But God is always willing to be right here. And I pray that that's what you see through this today. That wherever you are in this journey, God's love, God's grace, and His mercy and patience is willing to reach out to you. That's the message. That's the message today. So you know the friend we all need is Jesus. And you can have Jesus in your heart today by calling on His name. I ask you to just open your hearts and close your eyes and I just want to pray a little bit for you and ask you a couple of questions. We talked about all types of situations today. All types of backgrounds and all those things. But i want to ask you a question. Do you know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? You say, well, what does that mean, buddy? It means this. Have you asked the Lord to come into your life and forgive you of your sin? Because we know that all of us sinners fall short of the glory of God. That's what the Bible says. But he says, you know what? If you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in your heart that God raised Him from the dead, you will be saved. It's that simple, but it took everything that God had his very best so that we could have it all. Amen. So today, I don't want you to leave here today without knowing that he is there for you. So if that's your prayer, right where you're at, just say, Lord, forgive me, my sin. Lord, help me today to walk this out. Lord, I believe you're the son of God and I put my faith and trust in you. If that's your prayer today, I pray you just look up here and I'm going to just pray with you. Amen. Amen. We're going to receive that right here, right now. Lord, come into my heart forgive me of my sin Today, Lord, I'm walking with you. I receive your forgiveness and your gift of what you don't cross. Amen. And if you're here today, you say, buddy, I've done that, and I know that, but I've walked a little farther away than I think I should. Well, I want to tell you that God can get right where you are and love you right where you're at. And you say, come on back home. Amen. Because that's the love of the Father for his children. Father, we do thank you for what you've done, what you're doing. Lord, As you continue to show us your grace and mercy. And how that we should be a bearer of hope, Lord. I pray that we each one of us has compassion and kindness for those. Even for those that we haven't met yet. For those that, you know, that, that look different than us. That talk different than us. Act different than us. Because you know what, Lord? You made them unique. And we want to see them come into the saving knowledge of your son. Father, I thank you today for each one here. I thank you for the message that you're going to grow in the hearts of the folks that are here, the folks that are going to hear it on the internet, around the world. And I pray that you take it and make it so much more than what a man, woman, anybody could on this earth. But move in the power of your spirit that transforms lives, Lord. I pray for this time of fellowship, Lord. We pray for those that are cooking, Lord. We pray right now in the mighty name of Jesus for just uh, for grace, Lord. We thank you for this food. We ask you to bless the hands and the hearts that prepared this, Lord. We want a time of fellowship and we want to time to just honor what you've done in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Yes.